0: News, God's Word, and Your Thoughts. This is Bob Bernie
1: Live. And welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on this uh, chilly, wintry afternoon. Not that bad. Although there's a winter uh, advisory tonight. Um, Anyway, uh, I've been trying to stay away from politics today but we can't ignore that Ron DeSantis has pulled out of the uh, campaign uh, which means that uh, Donald Trump unless something unless a meteor strikes America he's going to be the Republican nominee for president and you know I, I'm I'm okay with that um I honestly think there were Better candidates. I think President Trump was a great president. Um, I think that um, he was here for at the right time. I think, however, we can do better. And my genuine concern is that he's going to get the nomination, unless, again, something incredibly dramatic happens. Uh, he's, he's going to get the nomination for the Republican Party. Um, but I have serious concerns as to whether he can really get elected. Um, those who support him support him fanatically. Many are absolutely out of their mind, over the top, in support of him. And that's one of my greatest concerns. Honestly, I know Christians— who are treating Donald Trump like the Messiah. I think he was a great president, but he's not the Messiah. He is not a savior. He is far, far from it. And I I, I am deeply concerned about the fanatical loyalty that he creates. And he does create it. That bothers me, and it troubles me. And if you are a supporter of Donald Trump, good for you. And again, I will say it like, what, this is the fourth time today? I think he was a great president. But my goodness, we owe blind loyalty to Noah. Now, back to what I was originally going to say. His followers are fanatical in their support. His opponents are probably even more fanatical in their opposition. While in a head-to-head against Joe Biden, Donald Trump is leading in the polls. But folks, please understand, Joe Biden has the lowest poll ratings in modern history. So the fact that Donald Trump is beating him in a head-to-head in the polls means literally nothing. I mean, it really, it means nothing because Joe Biden is not going to be the nominee. He is not. I don't think there's any chance in the world that he is going to be the nominee. I could be wrong. Now, in head-to-head of Donald Trump against several Democrat possibilities, Donald Trump trails in those polls. Because, again, his positive ratings are very high through his supporters, but his negative ratings are also very, very high. I don't know that he can get elected. And if he is the candidate and he is not elected, then guess what? We're going to hear all of the stuff about the election was stolen and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, while if he becomes president, I don't fear any of the things that his uh, 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 opponents are saying about him uh, any more than I believe the things before his first election. I think he would be a good president. I I just think that there are other Republicans that could have been more electable in the general election. And if my little theory that Michelle Obama is going to come to save the nation at the last minute, if that were to come to pass, Donald Trump doesn't have a chance. And, you know, I used to think that I was kind of way out there, but here is a major publication. It's conservative, no doubt. But here's the headline Democrats quietly prepping Michelle Obama to replace Biden. Hmm, I've been saying this for almost two years. Here's the story. Emergent reports suggest that Democrats are angling to replace Joe Biden with former First Lady Michelle as their 2024 presidential nominee. Joe Biden's campaign is already in deep trouble, and with former President Donald Trump's recent Iowa victory, their desperation is becoming more apparent. According to an article by New York Post columnist Cindy Adams, Michelle Obama surveyed Democratic biggies about a potential presidential candidacy and reportedly told a gathering of CEOs in New York that she was running. Well, I told you, I think it was last week, that she started saying things that would indicate she may be thinking about this. She said uh, last week of the week before last, I am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter who we select, who speaks for us, who holds that bully pulpit. It affects us in ways that sometimes I think people take for granted. She said, she went on to say that she has kept awake at night due to the upcoming election. I am terrified about what could happen. Okay, call me a conspiracy theorist, but I, hey, I could be wrong. But again, I have been saying for way over a year that there was a very good possibility Michelle Obama was going to come out at the last minute. Why at the last minute? So Republicans wouldn't have an opportunity to build a campaign against her. If she comes out of the wings as um, the, uh, the savior of the Democrat Party, and I've said this before, If she says, I didn't want to, I didn't want to. I was in the White House with my husband. I'm enjoying our life. I wanted to continue our life together. I really honestly do not want to run for president, but I am so terrified. And people are coming to me. And for the good of my country, which, by the way, she said she was never proud of, for the good of my country, I am going to run for president, so she already has the martyr's badge on her, and uh, she does not look like the career politician that is just simply out for power. Um, and again, I could be wrong on this as well. I keep telling you, I'm not an expert on anything, but if it were Donald Trump and Michelle Obama. I think Michelle Obama was probably win in a landslide. So, those that are just over the head in support of Donald Trump, that's okay. But um, we could pay for it. I hope not. I genuinely hope not. All right, quick break. We'll be back.
0: Wants to come to your church. Find out how to host a Cross Power Weekend at crosspower.net.
1: And welcome back to Bobberty Live as we uh, wrap things up on this uh, Monday afternoon. How about some really good news on the religion front, the denominational front? I mean, honestly, how often do I have good news for you? On a Christian denomination in America. Usually, if I have news about some Christian denomination, it's a denomination that has gone left, liberal, and it's negative. But here's some good news. And it's about the Presbyterian Church in America, the PCA. Now, the two major Presbyterian bodies, there are dozens of smaller groups. But the two major Presbyterian bodies, PCUSA. Presbyterian Church USA, left, liberal, apostate. I I would even go as far as to say evil, unbiblical, unscriptural. But then you have the PCA, the Presbyterian Church in America. Many of these churches used to be PCUSA churches, and they pulled out of the PCUSA because they couldn't take the liberalism anymore. Others were actually founded as PCA churches, but the bottom line, the PCA, the Presbyterian Church in America, is a much, much more conservative, Bible-based Presbyterian denomination. There are some wonderful PCA churches in America. I mean, some absolutely wonderful ones but well, why am i bringing them up because in a recent meeting a presbyterian church in america commission voted to send a very strong strongly worded letter to president joe biden and other us government leaders asking them pleading with them not to promote sex change surgeries and puberty interventions for Trans-identified minors. Good for them. Now, folks, this whole transgender issue, it's a scientific issue. It's a medical issue. It's a moral issue. But it's a spiritual issue. This is direct rebellion against God. Every person who believes they are transgender or who have been told they are transgender are literally rebelling against God and his plan for their life. They're shaking their fist in the face of God. Now, I'm not saying they realize that, but that's what they're doing. They're shaking their fist in the face of God saying, I don't like the way I was born. You made a mistake. If there is a God, God didn't know what he was doing, and he made a mistake with me, and I know better than God. And I know better than nature as well. At its very root, it is a spiritual issue. And that's why I believe churches, individual churches, and Bible-believing denominations need to take a strong biblical stand. This is not political. Now, it's being made political, But ultimately, this is not a political issue. So if a pastor takes a strong stand on biblical sexuality and gender, he is taking not a political stand, but a scriptural stand. I applaud, in the strongest terms, the PCA. Let me read to you part of this letter that they have sent to President Joe Biden. Now, the PCA is not one of the larger denominations in America, but they do represent several million individuals in America. A PCA spokesperson said in a recent interview, and then I'll get uh, some actual quotes from the letter, It is more important than ever to protect children from the harms that come from rejecting biological sex. God created humanity, male and female. Persons who try to change their biological sex are attempting the impossible. Children, above all, must be protected and given time to progress through natural puberty. The PCA's letter affirms the Bible's care for children as a reflection of God's love and asks leaders of the United States government to protect the lives of and welfare of the most vulnerable among us. Uh, Again, quoting from the news story, the letter from a commission appointed by the PCA General Assembly sent to Biden congressional leaders and Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts coincided with the 50th National Sanctity of Human Life Day. Um, The uh, denomination... Passed a resolution last June by a vote of 1,089 to 73. That vote formed a commission to draft a formal petition urging the government to renounce the sin of transgender procedures for minors. And this letter is a result of that vote, which established the commission. Let me read you some quotes from the letter again, that the PCA sent to the president, other government officials, and the chief justice of the U.S. Supreme Court. Quote, persons who try to change their biological sex through the process of transitioning, including psychotherapy, lifelong hormonal treatments, and extensive non-genital and genital surgeries, are attempting to the impossible. Such interventions are in opposition to God's design of male and female, possibly leading to sterility, infertility, cancer, cardiovascular disease, strokes, blood clots, pituitary apoplexy, pseudotumor cerebri, and diminished bone density. The letter went on to call leaders to, quote, use your positions to promote the health, bodily integrity, and well-being of minors who are suffering from gender dysphoria and related conditions. Uh, Let's see, go on. Uh, The letter states that throughout its entire history, the Christian church and all her branches has affirmed that the human body's value emerges from its creation by God, and that surgical intervention to change a child's gender fly in the face of that. We believe current gender reassignment interventions for children are not in keeping with the high value of human bodies, a value determined not by circumstance, ability, or human judgment. But by the determination of our wise creator, who constituted each person a body, soul, unity. Um, then they quote scripture, Mark 10, 14, let the children come to me, do not hinder them, and uh, so forth. Uh, it goes on, God has established the authority of parents and civil magistrates for the protection of children. Well, and that's what it's all about, folks. This is about protecting children. Um, and, and I'm running out of time, but just really quickly, I have another story here. Uh, a video has surfaced that a, um, a Christian organization has uncovered where top American pediatricians caught in a conference call Express their deep, deep concerns, but they wanted to keep it private. They wanted to keep it secret. Listen, these doctors who are involved in these transgender procedures and so forth have got to know the harm they're doing, but money talks. I wish I had more time. Thank you for joining me. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, but please remember whose you are.